0: Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and my guest today is El Paso County's new Deputy County Administrator, Sunny Bryant. Uh, How are you doing today, Sunny?
1: I'm great, Scott.
0: How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, So before we get started, I wanted to quickly add that if listeners are interested in more stories about people doing good in and around El Paso County, or hearing from county leadership about local government priorities and how they operate, you can find additional episodes of this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, But with all that said, I want to get a little bit of your background. So before we start talking about your role as the new deputy county administrator, uh, can you tell me a bit about your work history prior to this current position?
1: Yes, thank you. So um, I started my history actually back... When I was in high school, I started at the school district um, in Florence and worked there through my bachelor's degree. Um, When I finished that program, I went on to the city of Florence as their finance director. I did that, um, obtained my master's degree during that process, and then went to Fremont County as the finance director there. Um, I served in that capacity for three years and then took the um, dual role of finance director and Um, county manager and I did that for the last six years and so I have over 20 years of public service Um, I definitely have a soft place in my heart for public service because I feel like um, you know being able to give back to the communities is is a very very critical um, role that I can that I can do and so um, I'm really excited now to be serving as the deputy county administrator for El Paso County and very excited for this opportunity.
0: Uh, that's wonderful. So I think there are probably a lot of people, and me included, honestly, uh, not quite sure the exact role of the deputy county administrator. Uh, what does a day look like for you generally?
1: Yeah, so my, my role is to support the county administrator. So Brett Waters is the current county administrator, and he is just a phenomenal um, person. And so I'm supporting him. There's actually six departments that I directly supervise. And so those departments include community services, the Pikes Peak Workforce Center, the Pikes Peak Regional Office of Emergency Management, Justice Services, Facilities and Strategic Infrastructure Management and Economic Development. And so a couple of those um, kind of have a unique relationship in that they're not direct um, county departments. So the emergency management department and then the pikes peak workforce center um, are are made up of various boards and various um, relationships with like the city of colorado springs and so i directly supervise those departments along with just supporting brett so in various um, commissioner meetings or work sessions or whatever that looks like um, just being able to provide support to him Right now, I'm just currently learning so much about El Paso County. Um, El Paso County is much larger than Fremont County, where I came from. And so so much of it is the same in that they're both county governments. Um, however, the size of El Paso County is obviously b- much larger than Fremont. And so right now, my day-to-day operations, I just, I'm, I'm meeting with all of my direct reports, meeting with, you know, the various departments, just really trying to learn as much as I can. I'm reviewing strategic plans, reviewing operational plans, reviewing, you know, goals, all of that, just to see exactly how I can support those. If there's anything that um, I can do to improve some of those processes. I'm coming up with those suggestions and then, you know, just really trying to, like I said, support Brett Waters and support um, just the various departments that I oversee.
0: So you mentioned the sizes of Fremont County and El Paso County. is <laughs> a little bit different. Uh, what are some other differences between your experience with Fremont County and what you're seeing so far here at El Paso County?
1: So I would say on a positive note, I mean, El Paso County is one of the largest growing counties. It is just phenomenal how um, so many people are working so hard just to you know, provide those economic impacts, look at housing differently. I mean, everything up here is just so much more innovative and it seems like the the community is really just looking at growth. Um, you know, the size. So uh, in Fremont County, there were three commissioners. El Paso County has five. Um, The number of county roads. So I was speaking to um, the interim public works director, and um, he was talking about they have almost 5,000 miles of county roads in El Paso County. And so that just is mind-blowing to me when I really just get an understanding of how big this area is up here.
0: You know that's great. I one fortunately for me, uh, I am the public information officer for public works, so I actually get to speak with Jack Ladley, is who you're referring to, and uh, he. Man, you want to know some interesting facts about about the roads in El Paso County? Uh, he can tell you all about it. And uh, understanding, you know, that is the size of the county, right? And uh, I think we are as diverse as we are large, and uh, certainly that comes with its uh, comes with its own uh, challenges.
1: Right. And, you know, I, I think that um, El Paso County, the the different departments and, and crews here have done a phenomenal job in just really trying to do the best they can with the resources that are here. And so, you know, looking at the growth, looking at everything that's happening around us, just really being thoughtful in the budgeting process, thoughtful in, you know, coming up with different you know, suggestions on, on which projects to work on and all of that. I, I think that these these teams have just done a great job in, in being very planning or planful and thoughtful when they're actually coming up with their, their strategies.
0: Now, we were able to catch you pretty early in your tenure here. <laughs> I, I believe you started last week, is that yes, right? Yes, yes. started last week. So uh, what excites you about this new position, and what are you looking to accomplish uh, here in the near term?
1: You know, I am just so excited. Like I said, this El Paso County team, all of the executive directors, the county administrator, the commissioners, I'm so excited to be a part of this team. With the growth that El Paso County is experiencing, I think it's great just to be a part of that planning process, a part of, you know, just trying to make sure that the growth um, is being done thoughtfully and that, you know, we're not putting burdens on infrastructure, but we're able to accommodate that. I think that the teams up here have just done a phenomenal job in, in looking at that. Um, I'm just so excited to work with the men and women that are up here trying to serve these roles. Um, El Paso County is looking at various strategic plans, looking at various um you know, different ways that they can actually just move forward and being able to accomplish the things that are needed. And so I'm just I I have a lot to learn but I'm really excited just to have, you know, my part in that
0: so, you know, again, you haven't been in the role very long. (laughs) So, but certainly since uh, before you started here, I'm sure you were looking into uh, some of the responsibilities you would have and, and how you would uh, attack you know, some of those things. And, and so knowing some of the county's challenges, uh, things where there might be uh, places to improve, where do you see those opportunities?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that I've really tried to focus on over the years is just being a strong leader. And so I'm really excited to bring the things that I've learned on my leadership abilities. Um, I have the six departments that I directly oversee, but I love getting out into those departments, being visible, being approachable by individuals. Um, You know, and I I know El Paso County, along with so many different entities and throughout the state and throughout the country, we're having a really hard time in recruiting and retaining good workforce. And so one of the things that Brett Waters really has emphasized on is just making sure we're treating our staff good, making sure that we're recruiting the right people, filling the positions with the right people, and then um, continuing to support those people in their roles. And that is a key value of mine. And so I'm really excited to be a part of that. Um, you know, like I said, just getting out into the departments that I oversee, making sure that they feel supported, making sure that if there's things that I can do um, to, you know, help help make them more successful, then, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of that.
0: In, you know, looking at that leadership aspect of it, you know, we've got more than 3,000 employees here at the county. Uh, how do you use that leadership experience you have in the past uh, to really speak to the needs of, Uh, of individuals, you know, again, it's 3,000 employees, but each individual has those different needs, has those different things that they are looking for in a job and looking for, you know, some people might, you know, it might be salary is what their main, uh, what their main motivation is. Uh, Some people want, you know, on the job training and things like that. So how do you balance those different needs, those different wants of a staff as large as 3,000 people and use your experience and leadership to help meet those needs.
1: I think so much of that is, you know, really getting out there and starting to get to know people. And so, you know, I I have my one-on-one meetings with all of my direct reports, but not necessarily stopping there. So, you know, if if there's if there's different departments that I can actually get out there, start having conversations with employees, you know, making it to where People can approach me with concerns. If there's success stories, we're communicating those, you know, making sure that if people, if there is an overall concern where, you know, salary isn't where it needs to be, benefits aren't where they need to be, to where we can start having those conversations and try to start coming up with plans. Um, and like I said, I think the current administration with the current commissioners, the current manager, I think they've done a really good job um, in, in getting that information out, starting to do, You know listen to the staff listen to what the department's needs are and i I think just the key is is having that communication open being approachable you know making it to where if there are those concerns that information is actually getting to us because if we have people that are here and they're leaving because they're unhappy or they're leaving because they don't feel supported or whatever that is and it's something we can do to change that then i think that that's our responsibility we need to try to be making those accommodations um to keep our good people here
0: no, that's really good, and I think too. Uh, one thing that's uh, really interesting about being a part of uh, a, a county organization uh, like we are—I I hadn't worked in government before I started here—and understanding the importance and the and the necessity of being involved in your local government and being involved uh, with your community is something that I think is really. Uh, underappreciated and almost undersold uh, to a large degree and so for you what would be your message f- for why uh, people should be involved in local government why is it important I mean we're here on the eve of election day for those listening we're recording on November 7th election day is tomorrow um, just why is it so important
1: Okay, so yeah, I think it's great where um, citizens really get out and they express their opinions. They celebrate the wins with us. They express any areas of concern that they have. It's important that, you know, we all are involved in the communities that we're raising our families in, that we're, you know, choosing to to retire in, that we're, you know, choosing to raise our children in. And so I think it's critical that individuals get out and that they, they express their opinions, they, you know, get involved in the processes, they get out, they vote, they, you know, look at things in ways that they can improve things as well. So, you know, I'm hopeful that as citizens come to us, if, if somebody approaches me with some concerns, I would love to hear their ideas on how we can improve things and how we can make it a better community, because that, I think, is what we're all here for, is just doing our part and making it a better place.
0: No, that's really good. I I appreciate you uh, saying that. So um, is there anything else that you want to add that you think it's important for people to know about uh, your position and what you do? Or anything else just uh, starting out in this new role that you think it would be important for people to know?
1: You know, I, I am not very well connect, connected in El Paso County yet, so I'm really excited to start getting out in the community, start meeting people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Colorado native. I've lived in Colorado, um, mostly in Southern Colorado my whole life. We lived in Denver for a period of time as when I was growing up. Um, but I'm just really excited to be a part of this community. I, I think El Paso County is just a great place, um, and I, I'm just very excited to you know do my part and in making it a better place
0: great well thank you i really appreciate you taking the time today sunny thank you if you're interested in listening to additional episodes of beyond the dais you can search for us on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and amazon music thanks for listening and we'll see you next time